Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to Yule Time. Yay. Woo. Um, so yeah, why why Yule time as opposed to Christmas? Well, we're gonna talk about Christmas because <laughs> we are we love Christmas. But, Yule for but Yule time who are pagan. Yes. For pagan for neo pagans and also for just our understanding of Christmas. Because it's a lot of this stuff is in. gonna bleed into Ooh. huh. It's going to go into, not bleed into, we don't, there's no bloodbaths. Um, <laughs> Dear God, Christmas, <laughs> right? That's why I was like, wait, maybe I shouldn't say that. <clears throat> so neither here nor there. Um, but you will see a lot of similarities so between Yule. Yule and Christmas. I guess I should have put, instead of Yule time, I should put a Yule, Yule tide. Because, yes, it goes Yule or Yule tide. Yeah. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yes. So, uh, AJ, what's yummy drinking? Are you drinking? Because it smells good. <laughs> it tastes good. Good. Uh, I am drinking a traditional Yule drink of spiced apple cider. Mm-mm-mm. It's quite delicious. It's warming my soul. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yeah. And what are you drinking? I am drinking something close to the traditional Yuletide drink. It's, excuse me. Hot cinnamon sunset tea. And it smells amazing. But I have my um, detox tea in it, too. That gets the biofilms out. But we'll explain that later. I'm sure on a different So we are officially in December. It's weird. Christmas season, Yule season. I feel like, like, November, December, you start thinking... Word of the year go, but then like March, April, you're like, why is this year taking forever? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. But then you blink, and here we are at December yeah, and again. And then spring happens, and you're trying to garden and all the other stuff, and then you're like, yeah. whoa, it's October. We're having yeah harvest times and stuff. It's just it's crazy weird. that we're already here and we're talking about Yule. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But uh, <laughs> we also wanted to do Yule because it kind of gets us in the spirit of the holidays we are kicking off a series of holiday themed well i mean we talked about thanksgiving right but christmas specific themes themes yeah the whole month of december we have lined up for you guys a whole homage of yes december yeah quite a few christmas holiday party themed episodes it's just a month of party yeah yeah might as well Ooh. and then if you have goals Yolo. like me with your lifestyle it makes it a little harder but that's okay <laughs> you can still interact with people you are just and getting fun. a head start on those of, <laughs> of january <us laughs> where we're like oh who are going to anymore. go oh, okay now we need to get our life it's kicked the, into gear it's the sugar poisoning that you're talking yeah, about yeah exactly um but so, how are you doing i'm good I'm good too. I am. Um, I'm just. I'm rocking and rolling. I'm ready for this season to be over, though. I see. I'm not because I. I like the comfy part of the season. Hey, I'm all about the sweater weather and the comfy socks. Yeah, and right. I like that, but I. I just the hustle and bustle. If you of haven't this time noticed, AJ is like, ah, it's fine. It's another day, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, I may decorate my house, even if it's just for me on the inside, <laughs> which usually is as far as I get. But this year, we're going to try to do LEDs on our uh, porch and down our driveway, so people don't run into our fence. I mean that would be it's nice. It's mostly for that reason and then we'll add we'll add more to the fence line as we go. Um we talked about eventually I'm totally going off topic, but we talked about eventually getting like spotlights to go to the tree because we were talking about like do we wrap the trees? And I was like that's a lot of work. I don't want to wrap lights around spotlights my trees. Spotlights to go to your 
outside trees or your yeah. Christmas tree? No. Outside trees. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we have a lot of them. And it would be fun to have, like, different colors on them for, like, different holidays. Y'all fancy, fancy. But I don't want to light. I don't want to do string of lights because that's a pain in the, you know, backside. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I can spotlight them. Wah! A-Ray has a zest for life that I do not. I have a different zest of life. You have a zest of life. I have a different sprinkling. That's why we work well together. I may or may not put up any decorations. I'm not putting up a Christmas tree. Okay, we might do a small one. Oh, come on. You're going to put up a tree. I know you. It'll be up in the nook. Because Noah pees in the tree every year. It's a fake tree. So then I have to like clean it. And Helios it. will knock it over. And Helios will knock it over. Okay. So I'm mm. going to put it up. The small one that I have. I found it. The small one that I have that goes up in the nook. I'm going to put it up there. Gotcha. And it might stay there for the rest of the year. Because I don't know if I want to get it back down afterwards. <laughs> we'll just we'll You can be on. one of those that has a tree <coughs> that is. Just do generic yeah, like, decoration. Yeah, decorated. <laughs> you know, I, there's a house in our neighborhood that they those have. Cool. They have those lights. Yeah. And they, I think they are programmed so that they have purple and pink for Valentine's Day and green for... Oh, look at those uh, artsy-fartsy people. What's a holiday? Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Thank you. Goodness gracious. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, they... Fourth of July. Yes, you're wondering. They have literally all the different colors for all the different holidays. That's I think they are LED, somehow so. programmed to do that. I don't think they take them down. I think they are somehow programmed. And they're also that house that has, for Halloween... The huge candy bars? No. Or well, the they might. I don't I don't know. But they have their house programmed to the radio station. They have that, that whole light show with the radio station. They are that house. So, that's you too know, much work. For but... Scott being a techie, I feel like we're underwhelming. Yeah. But he's also a person who doesn't really like celebrating. Yeah. And he's married to me. So, we get like... Halfway in between, <laughs> which is a good mix for us because if not, I would have like ah confetti everywhere. Anyways, <laughs> we digress. We digress. Hey, can I tell you about the moon status for this uh, yeah, lovely day? You totally can. Of December fifth. Do tell. Okay, so it is in Virgo, which means that it is time to take the practical side of life, if you don't already. I'm, like I said before, I'm an earth sign in all of my signs. So that's pretty much my life is being practical. Um, but it is also time to organize and reevaluate hasty decisions or life choices. Um, work hard. Uh, notice small details and it gives you the ability to help others. I like it. But we need to be leery of our inner perfectionism, me especially, because I'm really a perfectionist, overanalyzing, worrying, and being critical of ourselves and of others. So not to be a Debbie Downer, but watch out for those things. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but take advantage of the um, time to kind of reevaluate. I think it's kind of a theme of this time of year is to reevaluate, be grateful for, see what we're good at, see what we need to kind of leave. leave. It's interesting how the moon phase always tie into the the time of year it is, but you know, what we, what we're talking about, what we need to be focusing on in our personal lives. Yeah. It's almost like it was meant to be. I don't know. There's people that don't believe it, and I respect that. But I have found more than once that, oh, well, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) You know? Anyways. Also, I wanted to let you know about our moon. Our full moon of December. Because we do that, you know, there's 12. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sure maybe next year I'll do like the sun well, and cool. it's, it's things because they, it does have its solar moments and maybe we'll do that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Of course I have other moons to go through cause we, you know, came in late on the game, <laughs> but 
Um, so the moon will be full on December 26th at 7.33 p.m. Do you know what that means? That means on the 24th and 25th, we're going to have a big, bright, love it, full-ish, almost full moon. It's going to be huge. Love it. So like that, you know, scene um, that we see on all of the advertisements of Santa Claus and his reindeer going into yes, the moon is going to be one of those. Literally that. Yeah. Awesome. I'm so excited. Um, planned, it's, it's planned to have a higher trajectory, which means you'll see it longer than most of the full moons. Um, it'll be up longer. So it'll be up even into the day. Um, commonly known as the cold moon by the Mohawk tribe. Um, or I shouldn't say tribe. That sounds really archaic um, nation. But it conveys the frigid conditions throughout this time of year. Other names, and I'm not going to put down um, what other nations came up with it, except for when we get to the European one because it'll tie into what we're talking about today but there's the drift clearing moon there's the moon of the popping trees the frost moon the snow moon winter maker moon long night moon moon when the deer shed their antlers little spirit moon moon of respect i liked that one it's like more of a spiritual thing coming in there um storytelling moon i liked that one too i was like I like stories. <laughs> and then, of course, moon before Yule. This is your hey, moon perfect. during winter solstice. Yeah. Um, and that was the European pagans. Um, that And it was to honor the Yuletide Festival. Um, but yeah, I wanted to share that with you. That's cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. What's your quote? I have a quote by Martin Luther King Jr., well-known man yeah it says if i cannot do great things i can do small things in a great way and i i picked that quote because it's a great reminder that you don't have to go out and do some grand thing you don't have to have a scientific discovery you don't have to save the world in some big flashy way you can do small things but you can do them in a great way like smiling at somebody or even just being you like being pot like being the positive you that you are you come in every time when i was working with you and you have a compliment for people and you um point out their their lovelies and and things like that. And you bring out the good in them. So just being yeah. you is is enough. And for to start a, a lot of people, those small things are a huge deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it can make a huge difference in their life. You can, you can watch it in their face. Mm-hmm. I like to give compliments to people. Um, I've always, it's, it's a form of icebreaker because I am an introvert and people scare me, <laughs> but at the same point, I like to watch their faces. Like it started as a survival thing to be able to get out of my shell and to talk to people, but it, it has turned into a thing of watching their faces and how do they light up when you say, I love your earrings. Oh, thank you. I love that dress and the color that it had. It just brings out your eyes. Oh, thank you so much. Just watching people get excited and and appreciate that you took the time to notice a personal choice that they have made it goes a long way and it makes their day so much better or shoot when we had i don't know if you were there for this but one of our nurses was super stressed out she was in charge of fast track which for our particular clinic was a hectic I mean, we had walk-ins all the time, even though we weren't supposed to have walk-ins. <laughs> she would most of the time graciously, but one like say yes. But when we were really busy, she was always stressed. And I just had one time where, you know, she she kind of got frazzled enough to kind of bark a little bit, and I was like, <laughs> kind of thing. But not to toot my own horn, but I went over and I bought her a cup of coffee. I remember you saying that i wasn't and there but you told me about it it's a small thing of i bought her a cup of coffee i didn't even put who it was from i just sat on her desk and 
and waited for if she asked I was I was like okay if she asks I will say it was me but if she doesn't it's not a big deal and just hearing because I heard it first oh somebody brought me coffee that was so nice just the shift in her voice yes I think of you I'm thinking of you I see what you're going through and how you're, it's affecting you even those small gestures yep what it cost me like five bucks to make her feel better right. yep small things small things great way yeah yeah so i just i thought that was it was a great quote to just kind of remember especially around this time of year while we're going through and it, our shopping <laughs> times remember just smiling at somebody instead of frantically and it will there. tie into our challenge later on Ooh, we'll come back to I'm it excited. i thought it would tie in really well later so We'll Sorry, I was that. smelling my drink. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we dive in? Mm-hmm. Let's dive into Yule. Okay. So Yule is December 21st and it goes until January 2nd. Did you know it was that long? Yeah. So it's. Um, Sorry. Hold on. We're fine. Let me get my notes out here. Uh, yeah. It's 12 days long. So, which I think is better than Christmas. It's only one day. So, like technically, so this year it's December twenty first to January first. Yeah, very. But yeah, so every year it varies a little bit. But yeah, it's so it's the twentieth or the twenty first, and the that first is or the it. It um correlates into the twelve days of Christmas. Yeah. Well, that's where we get it from. Yeah, the twelve days of Christmas, mm-hmm. even the though song, it's yeah. usually. From before Christmas, leading yep. up to Christmas, yeah. it is because of Yule. Yeah. Um, and that is, Yule is also the time of winter solstice. So we said that a couple of times. But yep. So it's the pagan, <coughs> so essentially it is the pagan celebration of the winter solstice. Yeah. And it's one of the oldest winter ter- celebrations of the world's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it simultaneously celebrates the shortest day of the year midwinter and the return of the sun yes and it's also kind of known as the festival of rebirth yes yes um it is number one on the will of the year or well you you hear it two ways will of the eight so that's your equinox not equinox and your solstices but it also puts in if you're in a this comes in from the Wiccan um, religion that a lot of uh, neo-pagans follow at least the will of the year if they don't do Wiccan. Like, I don't do Wiccan. I'm not part of any actual organized religion of... <coughs> I'm a, I'm a hippy-dippy. I do what I want. Um, but I like following the circle or the wheel of the year because it kind of reminds me of the importance of the things that I'm going through. But that was one thing. It's a celebration of when, if going into the neo-pagan and the pagan ideas, it's a celebration of when the Oak King, which represents the light, not like good and bad. We're not talking about good and bad. We're talking about light and dark, not good and bad. When the Oak King, light triumphs over the Holly King, dark. So what she mentioned, what AJ mentioned, of when it's the shortest day of the year and the light is starting to come. This is... The representation of. Um, it's a celebration of the end of the solar year and the beginning of a new solar year. Which we kind of talked about Samhain, how it, it was prepping for that changing of the year. Um, and it is a celebration of the Dark Lord departing and the arrival of the, the Lord of Light. These are just different ways of saying it. It's a renewing cycles of life, rebirth, rejuvenation, and growth. And that's kind of where I tend to lead my mind to of just we went through the pause and the calm and the things dying. And now we're waking up and starting to feel that earth kind of you can feel it in the air of when it's okay. Everything's starting to maybe a little bit more wake up. And then when we get to spring, everything's starting to jump out. Right. You can feel the shifts and it's kind of um attuning yourself to that excuse me so where did you all come from what's the history of it well 
so it came from. So I think what episode? Now I'm drawing a blank. You're fine. Of the uh, what episode we talked about it? But the the ancient, you know, ancient people, the, you know, the hunters, you know, they would spend a lot of time outdoors, mm-hmm. harvesting and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and seasons and weather and all that played a huge part of the lives in their lives. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I think we talked about it during Salwin. Yes, that's that's what it was. Yes. Um, and customs and traditions with Yule vary, but there mm-hmm. are co- there are definitely common themes. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> the most common is the celebration of the hearty feast. Mm-hmm. So feasting, the, the feasting, yeah. and the way sailing, way sailing, way way sailing. Is that how you say it? Wassling. Wassling. Is that how you say it? Wassling. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is where wassail comes from. Wassail, yeah, the wassail. But um, I didn't the, I didn't bring that up this time because I wanted to talk about wassail, not wassling. Wassail during decorating. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Because it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> um, I'm drinking and dancing, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes. So, so festivities. It, yeah. Light is a common theme, too. Like the theme of light. And yes. fires. And we'll get more into that. Yeah, I have more on that later. But um, so, and do you have the exact year? I, I don't have the exact year of when it first started, but. Of what? Uh, of Yule? Yule? Yes. No, because. It, it was so long ago. It's, it's they have, it's, it's the point where they have theories. And yes. it's like we talked about last time where there's different cultures that are doing this. Like when we talked about it with yoga. Right. There's like different cultures that are practicing this because of which makes me think of truth. Right. Truth is Mm -hmm. they're experiencing this. They're going to have different ways a little bit, but they're going to be really close. So we have like the Germanic people who are practicing it. We have the Norse people, which are kind of lumped into that, that are practicing it. And, um, most of the theory is that it goes into the Norse people that ha- started it, but then you have the Anglo-Saxons that start ha- have their roots in it, which is like your Celtic people. Um, and even Scots today, like from Scotland, they'll say Yule. Um, we don't so interchangeably use it here in the United States. It's Christmas or Yule. Like, what are you practicing? Yes. But... As a person who grew up Christian and is now a neo-pagan, I marry them together. But we'll get into that, too. Yes. And they, so, you know, it started with, you know, the hunters and all that. And then it eventually, the when the Christianity became, came to the British Isles, the Christians adopted the aspects of the pagan festivals into the celebration of Christ. Yeah. Did you know that the first time Yule was brought up or referred to in the English world, I'm going to say English world because that kind of helps us understand where we are in things, was in the 8th century. I did not. Yeah, it was brought up by an English monk. His name was Bidet. Bidet? No, that isn't something else. Bidet. (laughs) Bidet? (laughs) B-E-D-E. Sorry. B-E-D-E. What is that? Bedi? Sure, Betty. They sound awful like the same thing. Anyways, (laughs) um, one of the first to record Yule being used reference, and it was during the, and he he brought up that um, during the Giuli, Giuli, um, it was a marking of, and not a festival, but a marking of the two months when the sunlight begins to increase. Um. And then in the 10th century um, is where the world started to see Yule and Christmas merge together. And that was because of King Hakon Haraldsson of the, of Norway. Um, he, he was of the pagan world, right? Being of Norway, went, visited England, became Christian, came back to the Norse people and, was like, no, we're, we're celebrating it, this, and this and this needs to be together. And then from that day forward, or from that time point forward, Christmas began to overtake Yule. So 
Christmas got a pop star out of the king and is rocking and Yule was like, what? And I did find that it was the Christmas feast day was set on December 5th. December 5th. Oh my goodness. December 25th. (laughs) (laughs) By uh, Pope Julius I. Oh, I see. To align with the Roman pagan holiday. And I'm going to butcher this. Dies Natalis Solis Invicti. The birthday of the invincible sun. I like it. Invincible sun. Yeah. Well, that's where we get our 12 days from. Did you know that? Okay, so... (laughs) To go back a little bit, there are a couple of theories of why Yule, but I think they're not, I think the theories are actually just different cultures. You know, we as humans like to put everything at like this point happens, but I think it's just like different cultures that this started to emerge. But some of these theories are, um, it may have been observed as a sacrifice and celebration to the gods and supernaturals like elves. Um, it may have been a day of the dead for the Norse because Odin also, uh, Odin, one of his responsibilities as a god was being a god of the dead. I know we think of all these other things, but he also had that in his mix. <clears throat> and amongst those things, um, his other name was Yolnir. It's spelled with a J, J-O-L-N-I-R, but I know the, the J is a Y, which is why we get Yule from the J-O-L, Yule. Um, and it could have been all of those reasons. Um, in, in Northern Europe, it is when the cattle, which were hard to sustain over the winter period, they were downsized to where it was just cattle left over that could help produce the next heard in the springtime so there was a massive slaughter of these animals and so because they didn't have refrigeration things that we have now it was a time of feasting because who knows when you had this meat again you would have your veggies and then stuff that you canned and maybe not canned but you know in their way of prepping things you would only have those items um and and so that's where the feasting came from. And it's possible that those moments of became a sacrifice moment. Like I'm, I'm slaughtering these animals and I'm giving tribute and a gift to my God and supernaturals that I believe in. What did you say? About the, the, uh, sorry, this is when brain fog comes in. (laughs) About the December 25th. Oh, the 12 days. The the, the Romans. So sorry. So, um, this is going to tie into like the Yule log. I'm sure we've heard this before and decorating trees and all of this. So the Celts, they decorated evergreen trees on the outside to honor the sun god, which you talked about, and to give gifts and offerings. And evergreen, because it symbolized power of life to survive all seasons of the year. Which in that point of life, it was like, how is this tree still alive? Bonfires to symbolize celebration and the rebirth of light in the land and new beginnings. Yule log, a a portion saved to light the next year's fire for continuity that was practiced. Um, And I would add good fortune in the new year. But um, now we see it as a dessert, which I have a reason why that came about. And I'm sure we'll get into that. But what I wanted to bring up was the Norse pagans and the Germanic midwinter practice. They burnt a whole tree. That was their eulog. Yeah. Um, And then they took parts of it and to, to burn in the new year for the continuity that which I talked about. Um, in ancient Rome, trees were burnt to keep away a demon or a goblin. They don't know which. Who caused havoc during the 12 days of Christmas. I'm going to put that in parentheses because that's what we call it now. But that's probably not what they called it there then. Um, so that's where we get the 12 days of Christmas. It's from that 12-day period that the ancient Romes 
Romans, whoop, ancient Romans practice it, practiced. So I thought that was kind of interesting how that even oh. affected what the Norse and Germanic people were doing so far up. But we know during the conquering of the worlds that the Romans did, they would have been up that high eventually and would have added into those cultures, those ideas of 12 days, 12 days of, for different reasons. So now we have, now it's fun, like 12 days of Christmas, you know, you take, you can go and knock on people's door and leave them presents. Yeah. And, da, 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 da. and they also believe that the longer the Yule log burned, the faster the sun would come to warm them. Yeah. Well, from what I read, it's that, of course, this is later in traditions when we started talking about Christmas. Um, they would light the Yule log on Christmas Eve and they would keep it for 12 days lit. Like they would not let it go out. Because if it did, then it meant it was going to stay dark. And that's bad. Which is why I added, like, I think it also means, like, good fortune will come to you in the next year. Yeah. Um, but if you left it lit, then it would get you into the new year without any issue. And because now your, your day is a little bit longer, right? So how did... It turned from a tree to a dessert, the Yule log. Oh, okay. That's so... I'm so excited. Interesting. <laughs> because I was like, what? Okay, so... <clears throat> so we see them now as like the, the Rolade style where you yeah. you make your sponge. We've all seen British Bake Off. Let's be real. <laughs> you get your sponge, like Mary Berry tells you. I, I like the new people too, but... I like I love Mary Berry, but anyways, so you roll it up, and then you have your little swirl, and then you decorate it like a log. We've all seen that, and it probably tastes better than a log. <laughs> I mean, just a little. It should. It's chocolate. <laughs> anyways, um, but that's how Christmas kind of took the Yule log and said, "Well, that's cool. I'm gonna make it into this," but, um. It comes from the French. <clears throat> so the French w started this form, I believe, as a gift from the, pe the peasant to the Lord. So it's something that was hard for them to have because they were poor. Oh, so it was like a... And so it's a gift. It's a tribute. You make your cake, you decorate it, and you give it. And so you would it was share delicacy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you would share it, and they called it um, Mouche de Noël. That's cool. I thought it was really cool. I'm like, oh, that's it. Because I was like, how did we go from a log, a piece of wood, to cake? And okay. I think that's really cool. So it's 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 taking, even if you have a sparse thing, and, and saying, so okay, I have like nothing, but I'm gonna give this, and I'm gonna. And so Sharing now we just decorate it as like a, it's, a log because because it's artsy farty and it's pretty <laughs> okay. and it tastes good. That's cool. It's also loaded with a lot of sugar. So if you're watching your sugar intake, do the do the burning log instead <laughs> of the log log. Yes, or make it and give it to somebody else it. who's not into the sugar thing. Yes, and, and eat it. So, so don't make you a yule log. Okay. <laughs> I'll figure out a way. You know I will. I'll be like, hmm, how do I make this work? Um, but I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that is. I like it. So that's how some of those things, and we do those things now. Like, we decorate a Christmas tree. Granted, most of us put it inside instead of going outside. I Well, and that's the Yule tree. Yeah. Started as it represented the tree of life or the world tree among the early pagans. Mm -hmm. And it was decorated with gifts that people wanted to receive from the gods. Uh, they adorned it with the natural ornaments such as pine cones, berries, and other fruits, as well as um, symbols sacrificed to the gods and goddesses. And then in... Well, it's their offerings too. Yeah. And in some holiday traditions, garlands of popcorn and berries well and that's because the birds were strung the birds, around the tree so the that birds the, can still yep, eat them the yeah. visiting birds could feed off the tree as well 
Hello, Christmas trees. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Except for now we chop them down or yeah. or we buy fake ones and then yeah. your cat pees in them. <laughs> but that is my experience only, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I just love pine trees. I think I grew up. Okay. They smell so good. I grew up where there were pine trees and now I have to go up into a mountain to see. Well, I do have one right there next to me, but. Most of the time, to find it, I have to go up into the mountains. And that's when the hippy-dippy child of myself comes out and is like, <gasps> Patrice! And my kids are like, you're a psycho. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I am. I'm so sorry. But essentially, for neo-pagans, they celebrate the return of the sun. They reenact the battle between the Holly King and the Oak King. Um, they do a Yule log and they feast and some just stay awake for the whole cycle. So they stay awake until dawn to observe the cycle of nature. I can't do that. Mm -mm. I'm pretty sure Mm -mm. I fell asleep halfway through. Um, somebody that I was listening to, um, they, they get up just before dawn to watch the dawning of and I was like I could do that so I might do that this year and watch the dawn but um I've always like I don't this is my first year I'm going to decorate a log that'd be cool yeah I have a couple logs I can use so I was like okay do I decorate 12 different ones just in case mine burns out (laughs) or I can't keep it going because it'll get too hot in my house so I have to figure out how to do the, this is like when you're observing it in the spirit of, instead of doing exact, yeah. you don't have to do exact, but um, yeah, that's kind of what you, what you see. Um, it's not a spooky, spooky time. It's just people remembering they're dead. And I think that's the, the, the from like in bulk, no. From Maybon to, which is just before Satline that we talked about, to now, it's it's a lot of thinking of your ancestors and remembering them and loving them and moving away from if they were naughty naughties, <laughs> moving away from that and and, but like remembering them and getting better and paying tribute to them, but also thinking of nature and being grateful even during the dark time by remembering that there's light coming. And so, yeah. Like, I'll ring in my hippy dippiness. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> don't. So it makes you, you. That's fair. Did you know that mistletoe and holly came from the tide of Yule mm-hmm. as well? I did, but I tell, didn't know. Tell I didn't everyone. know that. Tell everyone. I didn't know that there was a feminine and masculine element to those things either. Oh yeah, I absolutely. Well, not know so any of if that. you think about it, I know I just mentioned the king and the lord, but mm-hmm. the, it is the king and queen. It is the lord and lady. It is the god and goddess. There is a relationship between both because you have in all things to make it balance masculine and feminine. So like the mistletoe, the green leaves, that's the feminine element. The green leaves represent the fertility of the mother goddess and it's white berries. Or red. Mistletoe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it says the white berries. Yeah, it's mostly mostly white. And then the holly has the red. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's the white berries, the seed of the forest god or oak king. Mm-hmm. Um, they would harvest the mistletoe uh, and the maidens would gather underneath the trees to catch the falling branches and prevent them from falling to the ground. So apparently if that happened, it was believed that all the sacred energy in the plant would pour back into the earth. Do they redo it at that point? I'd be like, redo, <laughs> act two. Uh, And then the branches and sprigs were divided and distributed to be hung over the doorways as protection Mm -hmm. against the thunder, lightning, and other evils. Mm -hmm. And then the mistletoe was also worn as an amulet amulet for Mm -hmm. fertility or hung above the headboards. And that's not just fertility in 
like making babies. That's fertility and like abundance of like your harvest Harvest. that you're hoping for in spring. Spring, yeah. And then what you have, right? So then I was thinking, I was like, okay, so they're hung above the doorways Mm -hmm. and on the headboards for fertility. So before you said the harvest fertility, I was like, is this where kissing under the mistletoe comes from? They're wanting fertility? Absolutely. (laughs) So interesting where all these traditions come from. Yeah. So weird. (laughs) It's great, though, because then you understand it a little bit more and you're like, oh. Okay, that makes sense now. Why am I holding this? And then the holly is the masculine element. And it's also used to decorate doors, windows, and fireplaces. And I don't really think of holly as a decoration that much. I always think of mistletoe, but not really holly. Really? No, you never never saw like the holly leaves and the three and then the red berries. A little bit, but not as much. Now you will. (laughs) But it's because it's prickly, it was thought to capture or ward off evil spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Before they could enter the home and cause harm. And the holly leaves are symbolic of the holly king. Yeah. And they represent the hope, while the red berries represent potency. Like it. I would even put up one one more thing. Like with the red berries, you're thinking of the death of winter. Ooh. Just a thought. Like thinking about it. The light comes with your mistletoe, and it's the death of winter. Those red berries. That's cool. That's cool to think about. And it's almost like it's a, uh, if you put up both, you're, you're filtering through, because you have the mistletoe, you're filtering through that abundance and fertility, and you're warding off everything else. Something cool to think about. Yeah, just a thought. Just a thought. So there's, <clears throat> I did not know this. Yeah? What was that? But there are, so there's specific nature symbols of Yule, like mm-hmm. the holly, mm-hmm. the mistletoe, but there's also oak, ivy, evergreens, laurel. Well, you know the song. The, high, the holly and the ivy when they're both full grown. I don't know that song. You don't know that song? No. Bean Crosby sang it. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> We're, okay, we're adding this to the uh, film okay. festival of okay. Audrey Hepburn that we talked about last time. We're adding it. Okay. Let me finish my list first. Okay. And then we can dive Then we can that. be like culturalists and like, yeah. pretend like we know stuff. <laughs> so the other nature symbols are like bay, bayberry, thistle, frankincense, pine, sage, and yellow cedar. All Christmas things. Frankincense. Yeah, the... <laughs> The so the Thanksgiving recipe that I got for my turkey mm-hmm. was from a Christmas book because I couldn't find my Thanksgiving book. Yep, who knows where it is? <laughs> but they brought up sage and they brought up um, what was the other thing that you said? Sage and uh, sage uh, pine, cedar, thistle, laurel, holly, oak. Bayberry. Bay. Okay. Bay oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Just gonna start all of them. So I had bay, like I had Bays. bay leaves on the platter, and I put like sage on the platter, and I put. Nice. I didn't. Ha- I couldn't find plums because you know it's I mean, past it's, the plum time. It's really not that time of year, right? I was like plums, but although plum sauce is like it's a holiday so thing. Good. Have you had plum sauce? Yes. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Um. So I, I did um, my dark grapes. I just oh, thawed them and put them yeah. on the... Well, I didn't thaw them. I just put them on the plate <laughs> and they thawed themselves. Yeah. But. And the, so those are the nature symbols. And then they have colors of Yule, which... Well, and that makes sense because sage, um, it kind of like clears the space. Mm-hmm. And then like bay leaves are really good for like bringing to you... Um, your desires. So if you're desiring fertility, you're desiring abundance. Well, that makes sense. And those other things have other meanings, which I won't go into. <laughs> the colors are red, green. Yeah. Christmas Traditional. Colors. Where'd that come about? What? White, silver, gold, 
So the red represents the waning holly king. The green represents the waxing oak king. The white represents the purity and hope of the new light. And then the silver represents the moon. And the gold represents the sun. Like all these things like tie into. Well, and so we, well. we see all those colors during Christmas time. Yeah. So obviously it's almost that's how... like it was meant to be. <laughs> what? Well, and like we said, <laughs> during that King uh, of Norway, the merging of it, that's where that's where you're going to see those blend. Did you know that Yule has stones? I did not know. Stones? Yeah, like, like rubies. Runes? Rubies, oh. bloodstones, garnets, emeralds, and diamonds are the stones of Yule. I didn't know that. I did not know that. That's either. really cool. And then the official food and drinks of Yule are the Yule log cake, gingerbread, fruits, berries, nuts, pork dishes, turkey, eggnog, ginger tea, spiced cider, and wassail. 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 Sorry. I miss, always mispronounce it. Wassail. That's going to be our drink during Christmas. So excited. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. I'll even give you guys recipes for it because <laughs> it's like... It smells so good when you're making it, but it's almost like tangent. it's Christmas themed. So, I mean, what? Yule Christmas. So yeah. It's just uh, all these things I thought was very interesting. I'm like, oh, uh, Christmas equals Yule. It does. So. All right. So in case you wanted to know. That leads us into our question for this episode that we're going to have. And it's going to be, what did you learn from this episode about Yule? And is it something that you already knew? Like, that you already, like, decoration-wise, do you already decorate at a Yule thing and didn't know it? Like, do you already use silver and blue or Christmas colors? And how do you integrate these things? Do you already put fruit out? like dried oranges and stuff like that. So I think that'll be our question. It'll be, what did you learn from this episode about Yule? And did you find that you already practice Yule without knowing it? Like me. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So, and then as, as usual, we will save up all of your answers and we'll do a bonus episode where we just kind of read through and, Hey, this is what everyone is inputting so that we can hear from you too because we love to hear from you awesome did you have a challenge for us we did and remember how i said it was going to tie into that yes quote? i was like waiting this whole time <laughs> i know you're okay, on pins and needles. i know it but i was waiting this whole time for you to deliver it <laughs> so as a reminder the quote was if i cannot do great things i can do small things in a great way by moot jeez, oh, by Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> so changes. as we enter the holiday season, we want to invite you to find us any way to give back, whether it be through donating to a family in need, through an angel tree, um, a food pantry, shelter, um, anything big. It can Toy be big drives. or small. Yep. There's a whole bunch of ways to... So many. The options are... Even if it's just like, you know, your neighbor down the road. And this is where the nice thing about 12 days of Christmas and we'll get into Mm -hmm. it when we actually get to Christmas episode. But find a neighbor that's close by that maybe is wanting for whatever reason this year and leave gifts. They don't need to know that actually is the fun part of giving during the 12 days of Christmas is you bring them something, you knock on their door and you book it. And you're like, please don't roll ankle because I have done that before. Doorbell ditch in a good way. Yes, for a good reason. And then you like hide behind the bush. You're like. (laughs) And then you watch the joy that comes on their face. It is amazing and thrilling for many reasons. It is. And it, it. If you have the means to do something big, go for it. But if if you can't, if you, it doesn't have to be, it can be as small as taking a plate of cookies to somebody. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that is not small. And if you don't know how to bake, you can go buy them. 
Absolutely. Or you can ask your friend who knows how to bake. (laughs) (laughs) Both are great options. Yes. Because remember... Or it's sharing Small a book. things. We all have books that we are, have our, on our bookshelves. And some of them are my friends and I don't give away ever. But mm-hmm. some of them, I'm like, you know what? You're my friend. But I think somebody, this person would grow from you more than you're growing on my bookshelf. That is something you can do. Yes. And also, it can be as small as you just go visit. Give of your time. The, I don't want to say the old folks home but that's what comes to mind <laughs> yeah you can go sit with well, remember that there are people out there at this time of year that don't have family that can come see them or will come see them and they might be lonely there's no mind they're probably lonely and give of your time donate your time yeah to those people and just that doesn't cost anything yeah just brighten someone's day in any way that you can there Write is little no, love notes. Yeah. They there don't, they don't no have to be like a lover's love thing. note. <laughs> but so yeah, that's my challenge. Oh, that's beautiful. I like it. I try. Uh-huh. It's one of my favorites yeah. of our sections. I mean, I, I love them all, actually, but <laughs> just a way to grow. Yeah. And, and put things in perspective that we might already be doing somewhat. But, like, bringing it to the forefront and thinking about it and not just doing it to do it, I think is important. But as always, we love you. We're very grateful for your support. And we hope you have a blessed day. Bye. Peace. Thanks for hanging with AJ. And A-Ray, we hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website, at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.